Think you need to compromise who you are to advance your career as a black or brown woman? Think again. Because there's a playbook for corporate America and those aren't the rules. But you won't find it in college or on the job. I know, because I learned the hard way. And now I'm here to show you how the game is played. Hi, I'm Linda Talaferro, the Vice President of Quality at a global technology company and founder of The Tea, The Extra Effort, where I help black and brown women like you change the trajectory of their career with one-on-one coaching, workshops, and this podcast, Being Brown at Work. If you want to know how black and brown women are navigating everything from microaggressions to being the only person of color in the room so they can blaze their trail through corporate America, listen now. Greetings. Greetings, everyone. It is that time of the week. Hello, it's Linda Talaferro from the T the Extra Effort, and this is Being Brown at Work Live. Yes, that time of the week that I so look forward to. And in this particular session, you know, I decided to talk about this topic because, frankly, I was feeling it. Uh, Everything I share, obviously, um, for those of you who are just getting to know me, it's what I've lived. It's what I either currently lived, have lived. Uh, Everything I share is from my personal experiences usually from the past, but this particular subject of being burnt out um, is one that that I'm feeling. And so I thought that I would really just tap in, you know, and share with you some of my thoughts around this subject. Uh, as we enter into December, this is early in the month, and, you know, I've really found myself more often than not reflecting on the year. And uh, it's not wrapped up yet, and it will be in a few weeks. And I so look forward to 2023. But I have to tell you, I said that at the end of 2020, for sure, uh, going into 2021. And I said it at the end of 2021. And now I find myself saying it again towards the end of 2022. And and I believe it's because of this. And, And some of you especially if you're here in the U.S. with me, uh, some of you may be sharing some of the same experiences. I mean, true, it is towards the end of 2022, and the height of COVID is behind us, let's hope, uh, for sure, thinking positive that it is. But it's still around, right? And I mean, I was even out yesterday, and somebody was coughing a lot, and somebody was with me, and they were like, isn't somebody coughing a lot? You know, or I'm on a plane, and, you know, I notice it. So it's still around and it, you know, it's kind of in the back of my mind. But I would also say that it's been a really tough year. I mean, you know, the um, social economical impacts, the things that are constantly on TV and the news, whether it's uh, related to things that are happening, especially here in the U.S. with you know, a lot of violence and, or if it's uh, political in nature. Um, And it seems like, although we are in a hybrid workplace, you can't escape some of that when you get into the workplace. I mean, some of the conversations that take place. And frankly, as you hear me often say, 
who you are personally as who you are professionally. And these things you can't help but land on you, right? That's happening outside and around you. And then if you're like me, I mean, I've had some personal things in my personal life uh, happen this year. And there's just no way to separate yourself from all of that. And then on top of it, on top of that, the political things around you, the violence, any of the stuff that's happening to you personally within your family or within your household. And then on top of that, we go into a workplace where, you know, although there was a lot of work being done since 2020, and I do this because, you know, in some cases, I think it was genuine, but in most cases, unfortunately, it wasn't. Um, it was the buzz of the time, and it's lost its momentum and fever that we deal with, you know, microaggressions, macroaggressions. Uh, a number of my clients, I'm getting text messages and emails from them, and they need to jump on a call because they're trying to handle words that were used. They're trying to handle people wanting them to show up as if they aren't who they are as a Black woman. People questioning their, um, you know, their commitment to the role, why they don't aren't filled with joy as if they only have the description of what joy looks like. Uh, and it's only joyful if they see it through their eyes and not through someone's true lived experiences. And, you know, having to deal with statements and whispers. And I mean, it just, it, it continues, right? And so, you know, we get to the end, this, you know, the last month of 2022, and, and, and you kind of could be a bit over it. I mean, you could be a bit burned out, right? And, and, and you're feeling this feeling again. Now, I, I know what it feels like because I've felt it before. So when I decided to do this session tonight, because I was feeling a little bit of it myself, I tapped into what has worked for me in the past. Now, you know, yes, do I still deal with macro and microaggressions? Absolutely. I still deal with them. We haven't fully arrived. There's so much work that needs to be done. Um, I handled them quite differently because of my experience and my growth and my tenure in the workplace being who I am, which is all the tools that I share with you and I share with my clients. But it doesn't mean it still doesn't land, right? It doesn't mean it still doesn't have some type of effect because at some point in time, you wonder, okay, when is enough enough? I mean, I'm, I'm pretty over it. And then, as I said, with the personal things that have happened, personal and professional, no different, right? So the personal things that have happened in my life and as well as all the stuff that surrounds me, uh, that either my notif notifications going off on my iPhone or if I want to at least see what's going on or in the world around me, I turn the news on. Why? I don't know. But I do. And it has an impact. You know, let's be real. And so it weighs. It, there's no way for it not to weigh. But what I'm offering to you in this session is there's a way to deal with that weight such that it doesn't have to be all-encompassing. It doesn't have to take you totally off your square, totally off your center. It doesn't have to take you down the path of, con of considering, oh, I need to quit and move on. No, what I'm going to offer to you in this session are ways to deal with the feeling of burnout 
the feeling of uh, being overwhelmed, the feeling of I've had kind of enough already yet again. As I said earlier, like I said, I've felt this at the end of 2020, felt it at the end of 2021, and now I'm feeling it at 2022. So uh, that's what I wanted to talk to to you all about this in this session. How am I, how have I, and how will I, how do I continue to deal with the feeling of burnout uh, so that I can build a foundation of which I can leverage and springboard into the new year, which is so critical. It's extremely critical. You know, you may have, if you've been following me for a long time, you, you often hear, would hear me say in the past, I haven't said it uh, so much recently, but I've said in the past, you know, we own our careers. We do. We, we, we fully own them. They're not our boss's responsibility. They're not HR's responsibility. They're not talent management responsibility. Uh, it's not your mentor's responsibility or your board of directors or whoever uh, your accountability partner. No, no, no. It, it's your responsibility. And if you have this weight on your shoulders and you know that you need to deal with it in order to assure you can move forward, this are some ways, these are some ways, this is how I do it. And I wanted to really offer it to you. So you can take full and total control. And if it happens to recur, it may not even wait till the end of the year. It may be halfway in and you're starting to get this weight again. You can use some of these tools and methodologies, approaches to really help you. First one, first one, acknowledge it. Acknowledge it. Fully acknowledge it. Don't tell yourself that, oh, it's, I'm not burnt out. Uh, no, that can't be it. Or I'm not feeling what I'm feeling, whatever that is for you. For me, it's, you know, I get a bit exhausted. I get, uh, you know, I can't really think uh, totally through certain scenarios. Um, I feel like I'm foggy uh, in my brain a little bit, which is not me on a regular basis. And then there are some times when I'm just a bit angry, a little bit ticked off, and I can't necessarily put my finger on it. And I think it's because I've gotten to a point where I really have had enough. I'm burned out. So that feeling of burnout. So acknowledge it. Don't pretend like it's something else because that's yet again another weight on your shoulders because you're trying to, you know, call it something that it's not. You know, you're trying to show up inauthentic, which is so much work, so much work. So if you're feeling any of this, acknowledge it. Say, okay, look, there I'm off. This feeling of being off I've felt before. And I think it's because of all of the stuff that I have going on in my head and all the stuff I have going on in my heart. And it is showing up in the workplace. A lot of it is related to the workplace. Some of it's related to my personal life because I know who I am personally is who I am professionally. And I need to acknowledge that it exists. First thing. Second thing is whatever self-care usually works for you, engage in it. Engage in that self-care. If you need to take that Saturday, what used to be for me before COVID was yoga Saturday mornings. Some of you follow me know I would go live 
right after yoga and then I would go to cacao tree and get my smoothies. I mean, that was my regimen. And I had to switch and create a new one for myself during COVID. Haven't gotten quite back into yoga because they haven't opened up the particular practices that I used to go to, but I found other things, other self-care. I love a mani-pedi. I love just to sit and either read a book, listen to some music. I even started using the Calm app. My husband turned me on to it. Absolutely love it. Learning how to meditate. So self-care is so critical. Whatever you need to do to start to you know, lift that weight, that weight down feeling of being burnt out, of being exhausted, of being overwhelmed. Whatever that methodology is, whatever that approach is, whatever that self-care action engagement is, do that so you can start to feel lighter. Another thing I would offer to you, and you've heard me use this term before, is an accountability partner. I haven't established one yet, as most of you know, I started a new job in January. So I haven't been there long enough, to, but I'm building relationships. See, relationships, always. But I'm building relationships, and I'm sure I will, I will establish an accountability partner. They are invaluable in the workplace. Whether you're hybrid, 100% remote, or in the office, they are invaluable to have an accountability partner. These people, this person, in your life, in your professional life, has your best interest at heart, safe environment to bounce things off of. So when you're having these feelings, you may have just shut down from a Teams meeting, or you may have just left the conference room and you, I mean, for whatever reason, maybe it was the topic at hand. Maybe there was some, I don't know, conflict resolution that took place or a new conflict arose and you're really feeling even more overwhelmed and burdened. And this burnt out feeling is really raising accountability partners, you know, hit them up on teams, schedule a zoom chat, go by their office, go on a, you know, take a walk. If, if the weather permits itself, have some coffee in a closed door conference room, release some of that, share it in a safe space. Invaluable to do, invaluable to do. You're not asking for a resolution. You're not asking for somebody to solve, you know, world hunger. You're not even asking them to solve your problem. You just need an ear and you just need a safe environment to release some of it. Accountability partners are everything. An ally could be that person. You've heard me talk in other sessions about true allyship. And so when you are in a workplace and you're being micro and macro aggressed, and then you also have to come in with the weight of the of the political environment and the social economic environment and the violence or whatever uh, that's happening on around you and your notifications are blowing up and you're dealing with also in the workplace challenges. Allyship can be that, can be that accountability partner, that advocate for you, that place, that safe place for you to express, for you to get support in the process of you trying to lift this weight off your shoulder and become less overwhelmed and to deal with the burnout. Allyship, true allyship can be invaluable, invaluable. Because the other part to everything is knowing 
truly how much you can take because once you understand how much you can take, you can go to your accountability partner, your allies, your advocates, and get their support asking for help. No man, I say this too. Okay, I know I'm repeating a lot of my known mantras, but they are so real in various parts of our career, who you are personally is who you are professionally. Accountability partners. And no man's an island. You do not have to feel this burden of being overwhelmed. You do not have to continue to to feel like you're completely burned out or truly be burned out alone. Do not have to be alone. Do not have to be alone in this. No man's an island. Yes, you own your career. I said that that's true. But you don't walk through your career journey alone. Because you're not going to get from point A to point B to that end goal in your career alone. That's where relationships are important that I often talk about. So remember that. And it's okay. Perfection's not your friend. Another one of the things I say often, perfection is not your friend. So don't try to walk around here as if you've got it all together and you fully arrived when you really haven't and you're struggling and you need help. Because you may be the only one. We often are, right? The only one in the room. We often are the only one in the space. We often are the only one at certain levels within organizations. But that does not mean that you have to continue to be alone and the only one. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. And I will share this last but not least because, you know, the environment is everything. Assess it. If, if this feeling of burned out has been year over year over year over year over year, over year over year, and everything about it is attributed to the workplace, you may want to reassess your environment, your current environment, and determine is that continued to be healthy for you. For me, what I've shared is I've got a lot of external things that land, like I'm sure you do as well. And yes, I've experienced throughout my career within the workplace, various things that weigh heavy, but they're not 100% of the issue. It's not the environment that's 100% of the problem. So that's why I focus more on, and for me, what's been successful are the other tools and, and steps and actions that I just gave you, right? It's... Nine times out of 10, not about quitting. It's not about quitting. Nine times out of 10, it's about you and you being able to assess what you can handle and how you need to work through certain situations and how you establish your personal brand so that you draw your lines so that everyone understands it as well, right? And being totally in control of your career and what's necessary for you to be successful. Because if you don't take some of the other steps that I mentioned to you, everywhere you go, there you are. So changing the environment is not necessarily, or the workplace or the workspace going to another company is not necessarily always going to be the solution. If you haven't addressed the other issues, if you haven't acknowledged that you are struggling and what the root of that is, if you haven't done your self-care, if you haven't built your relationships and you have an accountability partner or true allyship to help balance these times when it does become a little much. 
Because when I do all those things, I don't feel weighted down. When I do all those things, I'm no longer burned out. And then I take into the new year with me some new things that I can do throughout the year that lessens the opportunity for me to feel the weight of it at the end of the year. And some of the things I'm going to take into 2023, and I'm going to tell you, I said I, I, said I was going to do this before and I didn't. I'm going to do it in 2023. And that is turning off those darn notifications. <laughs> I've even had someone who is a social media guru. I was someone I'm connected with and she's changed my life with my business. And she was like, I saw her, she turns them off. And I mean, she turns them off for a period of time. I have never done that. I think part of it as a kid, only child, nosy, thinking I need to to see everything, hear everything, know what's going on. Uh, That's going to change for me going into 2023, right? I don't need all the notifications. Okay. If I miss it, oh, well, there is no fear of missing out. No FOMO for me. No fear of missing out for sure. So that's, you know, going into 2023. I'm not going to wait till the end of the year to implement some of the strategies. I'm going to kick off something going into the year that's going to help me with this burned out feeling. And that's turning off my notifications. So if there's something that you can kick off as a preventive action, seriously consider that as well. Definitely consider that. So I hope this has helped you even refreshing it. I mean, I, you know, it's really helped me. I can't tell you how often it's worked for me and it's worked extremely well. And now that I've kicked in a new one going into the new year, I'm excited about the impact it's going to have and how burned out I get uh, within the year. I know it's going to have such positive impact and I'm probably not going to have such a feeling of burnout, such a feeling of of being overwhelmed and weighted down. So I would love to hear from you if is anything I've shared with you, you've used or tried, or you're going to try? I'd love to hear from you. You know, send me a DM, comments. I read all of them, no matter what social media platform they're on. Uh, so please share with that. I would love to hear, or what you're going to try for the new year. Uh, just like I'm going to turn my notifications off. And some of you need to check check me on that. When it comes January, February, send me a note, say, hey, did you turn those notifications off? Because I'm telling y'all, no, that's what I'm going to do. So I'm hoping this helped you. Uh, I know for a fact it's helped me in the past and uh, definitely a great way to wrap this year and kick off the new year on a positive foot such that being burned out is something that we can talk about happened to us in the past and no longer happens to us in the future. All right. So until next time, take care. If you found this podcast empowering and are ready to master the skill that can take you anywhere, get my free guide, Workplace Confidence, in the resources section of this episode.